Welcome to Just Ordinary Men Serving an Extraordinary God. Hello, everybody. My name is Brian Schaefer, and I'm the founder of Psalms 25.5 Ministries and the host of Just Ordinary Men Serving an Extraordinary God. We're so excited to get started. So some of you are probably asking, why Just Ordinary Men Serving an Extraordinary God? And what I would say to that is, because God uses ordinary men and women to do extraordinary things for Him. Here's a great quote. God is looking not for great people, but for people who will dare to prove the greatness of their God. That is by A.B. Simpson. So let's talk about ordinary and extraordinary. What are the differences? So if you were to ask the question, what is ordinary? I would then say we have to establish what extraordinary means first, because extraordinary means above anything else. And the only thing that I can think of that's extraordinary is God. And there's no other. Here's some adjectives. Remarkable, exceptional, amazing, astonishing, outstanding, marvelous, wonderful, sensational, stunning, incredible, unbelievable, miraculous. And there's so much more. God was in the beginning of all things. Read John 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were created through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. When we consider that God, creator of this universe, wrapped Himself in human form and came to earth for you and me, so that we could have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's amazing and extraordinary. Now let's talk about what ordinary means. And think about yourself as we talk about these things and how sometimes the world looks at us in our lives, in our jobs, and those type of things. So just some thoughts. So ordinary means with no special or distinctive features, normal. And here's some synonyms with that. Usual, normal, standard, typical, common, traditional, and other items like that. I don't know about you. Every morning I wake up and I want to make a difference. I want to be the example, not the excuse. And yet sometimes I just, I struggle doing my best. And it reminds me of the verse, 1 Corinthians 10.31. So whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, Do it all to the glory of God. And it's hard to do that. But in the midst of those things, I believe God wants us to just be willing to do our best, to give ourselves to him and allow us to be used by him, to allow an ordinary individual like myself to be used by God. We are just ordinary men, Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But if you continue on reading, it says, 
and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. That's Romans 3, 24 and 25. If you have believed in Jesus and you've turned your life over to him, you are saved by grace, which is Ephesians 2, 8 through 13. And because of that, you want to serve God who created all things and is sitting on his throne. He is worthy to be praised. And we, just ordinary men and women, get and want to serve God to bring him glory. I read this quote, and it's an anonymous. I don't know who actually wrote it, but it says, quote, I have no miraculous gifts, no special talents. I'm just an ordinary man wanting to serve an extraordinary God. He has saved me from my sins, and I've turned my life over to him. And now, by his grace, I know that I am saved, and I can live a life worthy of him, unquote. And again, that's an anonymous, I don't know who wrote it, but I pray that people will look at me and see just that. Please allow me to read that quote one more time. Quote, I have no miraculous gifts, no special talents. I'm just an ordinary man wanting to serve an extraordinary God. He has saved me from my sin, and I've turned my life over to him. And now, by his grace, I know that I am saved and can live a life worthy of him. Unquote. Don't you just want to live every day with that in mind? Just think, you wake up in the mornings, you pray and say, God, allow me to be an example for you to others so you can be glorified. But in order to do that, we have to be very intentional and willing. Here's another great quote by Charles Spurgeon. Quote, I am not seeking to be great, but to be really useful. Unquote. Again, Charles Spurgeon is saying that he's not seeking to have greatness or to be great but he wants to be used by God. And that is our challenge for you and for me today. And it's to live holy. Here's a great verse from 1 Peter 1, 13 through 16. Therefore, preparing your mind for action and be sober-minded. Set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not conform to the passions of your former ignorance. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. So it is written, you shall be holy for I am holy. That's 1 Peter 1, 13 through 16. Please hear me. This world does not need to see holier than thou people. What this world needs is to see ordinary people living a life that has been turned over to Jesus. Those people that look and act according to the scriptures and look different than the world. And again, just think through living a life that you've turned your life over to him and you want to live for him and say, I'm just an ordinary person wanting to serve the one and only God. So let's ask the question, how do we do that? In order to be holy, we have to go through sanctification. We are justified in Christ, but through that sanctification, it is to be made holy. And the only way that that's going to happen is we have to be in God's word every day, meditating on it day and night. I've used this illustration before, and I'll share it with you. 
when I teach, I tell people that reading the scriptures, like the one-year Bible and things like that, it is good to read your Bible and to go through it. But reading your Bible just on a surface level, it's like being on the ocean. We can enjoy the ocean. We can enjoy the beauty of it on the surface. You could take a boat out, look at the sunrise, sunsets. You could see some incredible fish, uh, whales and dolphins and, and birds and just enjoy all of that. But on the surface, that's what you're going to see. And you can dangle your feet in. But when you put on some scuba gear and you fall in and you start diving down into the ocean, it becomes a whole new world. And that, my friends, that is where God wants us. He wants us to be willing to dive into his word, to, to go deep into his word, and to understand that his love is the depths of the ocean. His mercies and grace that he gives us is deep. It's not a surface. It is depth. Here's another great quote. Oh God, renew me for Christ's sake in thy image. And may I henceforth live no longer for myself, but to him who died for me and rose again. That's by William Wilberforce. That is my prayer. And I'll say it again. Quote, O God, renew me for Christ's sake in thy image. And may I henceforth live no longer to myself, but to him who died for me and rose again. Unquote. Again, that's by William Wilberforce. I pray that you have been able to hear our passion, our desires, that we are just ordinary individuals wanting to serve an extraordinary God. And through that, we hope that you have been challenged to be an example, not an excuse, to be an example of who God is and what he has called you to be. Be willing to allow God to do extraordinary things in your ordinary life, and he will do extraordinary things through you for his glory. Some of you may have heard of Gladys Allward. She was a missionary to China. Her prayer was, quote, Oh God, here's my Bible, here's my money, here's me, use me, God, unquote. And that's by Gladys Allward. I pray that that's your heart's desire as well. As we close this first episode, I wanted to let you know that all of these verses, quotes, notes, and more is on the website, Psalms 25.5 Ministries. That's psalm255.org. And you can click on the podcast button to listen to the podcast or go to the podcast itself and get the notes and the quotes from them. I want to close with this. William Carey once said, expect great things from God, attempt great things for him. That quote was by William Carey. God will continue to use ordinary men and women for his glory. We have so much more that we want to share with you from our hearts and what God is teaching us from his word. Please email me at brian at psalm255.org. This is Brian Schaefer from Just Ordinary Men, serving an extraordinary God, saying thank you for listening. Until next time.